This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Why are black people always talking about slavery? I actually had a caller have the audacity, a black man, call me up and ask me this question on the air. And all I had to do was sit back because I had Larie Favors as my co-host that day, Afro State of Mind. And if you aren't familiar with her, check her out on her Twitter page, Afro State of Mind, or go to her website, afrostateofmind.com, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But I'm going to be spending a lot of time talking about slavery as I have in this podcast and as I have for the last five years on my radio show. Why? Because for the last 400 years, America has been lying about the institution of slavery. America has been lying about her founding. It was in 1776, but America started in 1619, and it started on the backs of black people. And the whole narrative around the greatness of America could not be spoken of. This democracy could not be spoken of without the incursion of black bodies. So we're going to keep having this conversation until the record is straight. And all the Newt Gingrich out, out there, all the Newt Gingriches who want to say that this is propaganda, what you do is propaganda. What this country has done is propaganda. Since D.W. Griffith, the birth of a nation, all the way through our history books taught in high schools and junior high schools throughout this land, that's propaganda. What the New York Times Magazine did on Sunday, that's the truth. And we're going to speak the truth until we have no more breath left in our body. And I'm going to implore everyone to continue to read that piece, listen to these podcasts, go back and read and listen to the podcast that I've done on the half has never been told and reparations and everything like that. And listen to this clip coming up next. And this podcast, this podcast was brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite by Oracle. A lot of people listening have businesses. And let me just say thank you for supporting my my advertisers because it allows me to do more of the things that I love to do, which is to educate and talk about the things that matter. But NetSuite by Oracle will help you solve your business problems. If you have a system for HR and a system for accounting and a system for finance, you need to have that all under one house. And NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. It will help you handle all of these things that are growing business needs and put it under control for you in one easy to use um, piece of software that you can use on your cell phone, on your smartphone, or on your computer, on your desktop. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Karen. That's netsuite, S-U-I-T-E dot com slash Karen to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profit. netsuite.com slash Karen. I hope you enjoy this podcast. So I got a DM from Demetrius um, who said, it's long. Big sis, which I hate, by the way, because I don't know how old you are. Yeah, I could just be sis. All that auntie stuff. So let me just say that out loud. Stop calling me auntie and big (laughs) sis. I don't like that. All right. You know I got mad love and respect for everything you do for our people, but capital B-U-T, when you and Larie get on this slave narrative, my stomach turns. Part of our reason for not being able to move forward is because we believe this narrative that our oppressor has told us for so long. Now, slavery did exist, but it was nothing like what we've been conditioned to believe. Let me just pause for a second. Where is he getting his information? Because I actually have read a lot of books. And like our oppressors have told us nothing, like right. John Hope Franklin, uh, John yeah, Henry yeah. Clark, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. we've got our scholars. Oh, oh, Shake out to Dia, W. B. Du Bois, like oh, Frederick Douglass, like like Ida B. Like we've got 
scholars. We don't need the oppressor actually didn't tell us anything. anything. And they don't teach it overseas. Never. Af- our African brothers mm-hmm. and sisters never learn about this. Okay, let me keep going. There are records for those, he says. Uh, no, wait, he said there are there were only about three hundred and five thousand Africans brought through North America ports to be enslaved. There are records for those. All others were here and working in the fields, were sharecroppers, and even some of them owned the land that they tended to. Okay. If we would take time to learn our individual stories through our genealogy, then we'd learn our own truths. Perpetuating this slave ship myth harms us more than it helps us. You don't owe me a response. I've never taken this tone with you before. I understand if you don't take care. No, we're going to respond to you, Demetrius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm... I'm Go ahead, Lurie. Okay, so there are there are a couple things. On the numbers, it's actually when he's talking about North American ports. I'm, I'm assuming he's meaning the the ports that are a part of what we now consider the United States of America. There are less, maybe about five hundred thousand of Africans who were kidnapped and who landed here before being. There were ships that went other places, but as it came directly here, there are about four hundred thousand, mostly through South Carolina, right. And yet we know that by the end of emancipation, over 4 million enslaved Africans were freed. Mostly in South, South, South Carolina. <laughs> right. Which was so, also a breeding state. Right. Ooh, and we, we have said repeatedly that roughly 95% of the Africans who were enslaved and who actually made it, as in they, weren't, they did not drown. Or and, been thrown or, over. Or, or commit themselves to over, the waters. Right. right. Um, about 95% of them did not come to, central, to what we now consider the United States of America. They went to places like Hispaniola, uh, which is Dominican Republic, Haiti, uh, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Venezuela, Colombia, Barbados, Jamaica, Mm -hmm. Haiti, uh, especially Brazil, big up Brazil, Colombia. I mean, everywhere else. Then that's why you could walk down the street and see someone like a like Amara La Negra and think her name is Keisha, but her name is Amara La Negra. Right. So we know that the diaspora is a thing because the diaspora is a thing. That said, this idea when y'all get on this slavery stuff and I just have to say. I don't like comparing struggle. I believe I've said that before. But we can look at two communities that have experienced some really bad, universally recognized trauma. One of them, us, is the African-descended people. The other, our Jewish brothers and sisters. Now, let's just look at the different approaches to dealing with trauma. And think about that in light of Demetrius's comment. One community says, I ain't never been no slave. My mama wasn't no slave. Slavery is a shameful and embarrassing. I don't even want to talk about that. Ooh, why we always talk about that? Y'all always get on my nerves with that. It's so depressing. I want to think about that. That's one community's approach. The other community says, never forget. We ain't never going to forget. We're going to have rituals that we in practice every week that help us never forget. Our babies are going to take classes from the time they can talk to the time they die so that they never forget. Our economic infrastructure is going to be centered around never forgetting. Our building and the urban layout of our communities will be centered around never forget. In fact, you can't sing about us in your songs the way we don't like. You can't talk about us in the media in ways we don't like. You can't even be a LeBron James and use a phrase that we find somewhat offensive in a way we don't like because we will never forget and we will never let you forget either. Two very different approaches. Let's look at the outcomes. And this podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun.com. FabFitFun.com. Use my promo code ThisIsKaren. You get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. This is Karen, $10 off. It retails for $49.99. You get more than $200 worth of 
beautiful items. Let me just tell you how excited my mom was. And uh, when she got it, she was like, oh, my God, she sent me pictures. She called me. She was like, did you send me something? I said, I sure did. And I got one for myself as well. And we have different things in our seasonal boxes because we're different people. You fill out a little questionnaire about the person you're either going to send it to about yourself. And FabFitFun, they will select the items to put in. Again, more than $200 value for just $49.99 at FabFitFun.com. Dot com. Use the promo code This is Karen and you get $10 off your first box. Beautiful items. Let me know what you think. What are the outcomes as a result of these two different approaches to addressing trauma? One, our community, we can't feed ourselves. We can't clean our own water. We can't build our own housing. We can't heal our own sick. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. Everything we get is from begging, borrowing, and hoping Massa still has some sympathy with us. God help us all. This other community could buy and sell ours five times over without even thinking. This other community... They don't have clean water. They got systems that they can produce their own clean water. Other communities, they don't have infrastructure. They don't need your infrastructure. They got their own. The communities here in New York, they don't even need the NY freaking PD because they have their own police system. And hospitals. And hospitals. I was at a community board this week in a very heavily black community where a Jewish organization came in to advertise their ability to provide free senior citizen travel services to go to social events to go visit a friend they have subcontractors with with taxi cabs with school buses they came to us to give us services for our seniors because we too daggone ashamed to deal with our shit pardon my language our stuff i know my boss is listening we are so damaged we can't handle our own stuff that we need other communities that have also suffered who have confronted their pain who make healing from their pain the core around which they circle they can help us and we can't help ourselves demetrius have a seat my brother and keep listening thank you for listening please let me know what you think follow me on twitter at karen hunter with the hashtag podcast you can actually ask me anything with that hashtag podcast and on sunday i pick a question and i answer it uh, but i also want your feedback let me know if you've been uh, edified by this and please share this with everyone you know i'm trying to hit the continent of africa so if you know someone in africa send this over there and tell them to spread it around and this podcast was brought to you by netsuite netsuite by oracle if you don't know your numbers you don't know your business but the problem many growing businesses have is that there's a hodgepodge of business systems out there you got one for accounting another for sales well stop right there you don't need any more headache and you don't need to lose any more money put all of this under one umbrella introducing NetSuite by Oracle the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy to use cloud platform giving you the visibility and control that you need now with NetSuite you have everything managing sales finance accounting orders even HR right from your desktop or your smartphone. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Karen. That's netsuite.com slash K-A-R-E-N to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. netsuite.com slash Karen. Till next time.